I just had a massage and um, she had her YouTube piano spa music playing on her phone and it kept going to commercial and one of the commercials was like, I don't know, some super man type of thing about a guy who can't be treated for his cancerous tumor here so he goes to Mexico City and then finds out that they didn't take the tumor out and he only has two months to live and then he goes on some sort of rampage and I was like can you turn that off and she didn't understand me so I finally asked again for the next round of commercials um but she otherwise it was a great massage (laughs) and now I'm just um I'm in a very fragmented very spacey place, like on some level, my my soul might not even be in my, totally in my body. Um, And I think that sounds like what happened to my mom. And I'm just remembering more about that last couple days with her and realizing I'm probably pretty traumatized by what happened, um, you know, on the last, like, 24 hours um, and just the physicality and the the finality and the, the realness and the coldness of her body, lifeless body and managing that and handling that and I think probably my dad and I both are to some extent traumatized um, and I just I keep replaying it and I know a lot of that is probably just about me and not her but just I haven't really come to terms with the fact that I, I don't really believe I did my best. Uh, and I don't even know what that would look like. I think being next to her when she passed would have been great, although maybe more for me than her. Um, but I wasn't, uh, I was there for a lot of it, but I wasn't there for that. And I am not over that. And I'm not over just thinking about the different choices and conversations and requests and demands that I made um in the hospital on her behalf and just like the simplicity of like I want to go home and then doing that but then still sitting here questioning and beating myself up and being hard on myself which is just just my personality probably (laughs) um but I know my aunt heard her voice my mother's voice came to her the day she passed and she was like daddy daddy I'm okay, I made it, I'm here, daddy's here. And I'm like, okay, good. (laughs) Like, I'm glad, and like, maybe I wasn't listening hard enough, but I haven't heard anything like that. And it's not about me, but it is just kind of like wanting to know. She can never tell me if I did it right. (laughs) And I also, yeah, I just think I might need to do more work on this. I'm very, like... Yeah, I can't take a full breath. I got really dizzy today. I told Saxon I was coming home, and then I went to King Super, and then I forgot why I was there. I've forgotten things. I'm walking around. It the Grief feels like you're always forgetting something. And it's like an out-of-body experience, but it's also so physical. And My eyes are really puffy and red because I just cry kind of every all the time and I can't fall asleep before one o'clock without like watching TV and just zoning out but it's just like I know that's not good for me but 
I also don't want to just be with this 100% of the time, all the time. And then talking to Sayla's occupational therapist today about which she she's always late for because I keep forgetting, which is not me, um, but just like, oh my God, I was forgetting something. Let's go, let's go, let's go. And just rushed and like try not to crash the car. Um, but she's like, Sayla's like, I don't trust anyone 100% because anyone could kill me. And she just, there's a shock value, there's also a pride, and there's also this low energy, which to me feels like she's holding emotion in, and that's exhausting. Um, And I just don't relate to her grieving style, and she's just trying to always really get a rise out of me. And, like, it's working because I don't have very many filters right now. I'm really sad. (laughs) Like, there's no other word for this, like, I don't want to keep waking up and this still being true and I feel angry and I feel like I need to ask the doctor what happened and I but I know what happened my mom had cancer <laughs> but it just got wild and messy at the end and maybe that always happens um but it, I don't know what a good death I don't know what a good death is I guess and um just thinking like oh yeah she's going to miss Naya's first day of kindergarten she's going to miss I, like, do not want to do Christmas. I don't even... I'm dreading kind of everything. And then my dad booked us tickets using miles that she was going to use to go to France with him. Um, And we're going to be there for two weeks, which is the longest we've ever been there, which is what my mom wanted us to do. But now she's not going to be there. Um, And we're renting a minivan, and we're doing the things with with her, but in a different way. She's not in a physical form. And I know she's with me and all of that, but... That is not solace right now. It's not working. I want to call her. I would like to see her. I would like to sit with her. Um, but yeah, I think just a, a call to the oncologist who I've never met in person. It's always been Zoom for the last year. Um, I want to ask her like, to explain the breakdown of my mom's body at the end and what actually happened. Um, I think I'm going to have to go get her death certificates this week um, in Oakland so my dad doesn't have to do that and it'll say the cause of death but we know that already right (sighs) anyway there's this like broad huge view of her like I'm trying to write her obituary and it's like she was born in Fresno and she was you know a sibling and she was a high school counselor and all this stuff that was had nothing to do with cancer had nothing to do with chemo but this last year is just the focal point right now in my in my brain so and my body is just moving through molasses and space I guess and I don't ever really want to eat but I need to eat and I just wanted to be with the girls today. They didn't want to go to camp, so we just like went to H&M and <laughs> the library. And everybody's stomach hurts because grief is held in your lungs, and if you're not like processing it, it's stagnant. It goes into your colon. And so like this whole, we went on a trip, and thank God people gave us travel money. Thank you, Tamika and Kelly and George and Nancy, for your generous contributions. Um, we went on a trip um, to Mount Princeton and the sand dunes and we went glamping like my mom wanted to do 
I don't know if she would have liked it. <laughs> there were a lot of bugs, but, um, and then the sand dunes, which was a lot of sand. And then we went to Breckenridge and tried to go on the gondola, but there was lightning and traffic on the way home. But long story short, it was a beautiful trip. And we did things that didn't remind me of my mom, but I brought her with us. Um, but nothing really works for this. Like, not, she's not gonna, you're not gonna not be grieving because you're traveling. And with kids and travel and, logistics and finding the bathroom but and packing up every night like that's not necessarily something I have energy for so this trip's going to be interesting um two weeks at my parents without my mom there it's going to be hard my dad wants me to go through her stuff and a lot of my stuff so he can do a bulky waste pickup uh, and he booked our tickets for Thursday but he accidentally booked them for tomorrow and so I had a like mini panic attack, the first panic attack I've had actually since her passing. Um, Cause I'm like, I'm not ready. <laughs> like I want to do this grief ceremony and I want to work out and I want to get my nails done. And I know that sounds silly, but I want time before I go and see her chair that she's not in anymore and like see her handbags and, and smell her sweaters. Like I am not, ready for this, but I have to honor my dad's wishes. He's the one that's living there. So, but I'm having dreams. I had my first dream when we were camping, like after I took Naya to the bathroom under the stars at 4.30 by lantern light. Um, I had that first dream about her and she wasn't like, she was young and she wasn't sick and we weren't trying to figure something out. She was just there, and that was like a little shift, I think. And then last night I was dreaming about enrolling the girls in Redwood Heights Elementary School, which is the school I went to, which is four blocks from my parents' house, and just like, are we moving to Oakland? <laughs> like, what do you do now with your father who's living alone in 78? And he's grieving, like, you know, things are going to get forgotten, and spaced on his end as well um but yeah thank god for Saxon. thank god for his mom she's gonna watch our cat our cute sweet cat who has a lot of names but he's basically a constant like purring fur ball and i finally like him i just didn't like him before it's just another needy mouth to feed but um but i get it now even though it's really Saxon, Saxon's cat we had a good night last night. Saxon went to his horror movie, and I cleaned, ferociously cleaned the house and gave the cat catnip, and we had a moment. Anyway, I would tell my mom all this, but I guess I'm telling you guys. <laughs> um, if I haven't texted you back, I'm sorry. I don't even know where to start. And everyone's been so sweet, like, tell me what you need, how can I help, and I don't know. Like, that would require me knowing what I need right now, and I don't. I know that I needed to come here to the Havana Spa in Aurora and cry and hide and sweat and get massaged with YouTube commercials about cancer. <sighs> anyway, I'm going to try to do this as much as I can, but we're gone until the 17th of August, so we'll see how how much we actually record. Um, and I hope Saxon will be back on here soon. You can also subscribe to my overflow newsletter on Substack if you want to read about this experience I've been trying to write. It's almost easier to write than talk at this point. 
Um, and I love you, Saxon. <laughs>